Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is a ministry, it's events, and it's a podcast, all focused on building community and fellowship around Jesus and great Jiu-Jitsu. We were birthed from a Walking in Truth event called Pursuit. Four of us left one of these men's pursuits and the Lord all gave us the same download to create Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu. We've started by doing local events in North Texas. We're slowly but surely expanding those events to other markets across the country where we bring in professors and instructors. We learn awesome jujitsu techniques. We hear a testimony about the gospel. We give away free Bibles. We offer prayer and then we train hard. On top of this, we have a podcast that has really taken off that we have a lot of fun with. Look us up on all platforms. We love walking in truth and we appreciate the affiliation with them and the covering that they give us. Thank you to all the leaders at Walking in Truth. Everyone at Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is truly appreciative. Hosea 5, the people's apostasy rebuked. Hear this, O priest, give heed, O house of Israel. Listen, O house of the king, for the judgment applies to you. For you have been a snare at Mizpah, and a net spread out at Tabor. The revolters have gone deep in depravity, but I will chastise all of them. I know Ephraim and Israel is not hidden from me. For now, O Ephraim, you have played the harlot. Israel has defiled itself. Their deeds will not allow them to return to their God. For a spirit of harlotry is within them, and they do not know the Lord. Moreover, the pride of Israel testifies against him, and Israel and Ephraim stumble in their iniquity. Judah also has stumbled with them. They will go with their flocks and herds to seek the Lord, but they will not find him. He has withdrawn from them. They have dealt treacherously against the Lord, for they have borne illegitimate children. Now the new moon will devour them with their land. Blow the horn in Gibeah, the trumpet in Ramah. Sound an alarm at beth Behind you, Benjamin. Ephraim will become a desolation in the day of rebuke. Among the tribes of Israel, I declare what is sure. The princes of Judah have become like those who move a boundary. On them I will pour out my wrath like water. Ephraim is oppressed, crushed in judgment, because he has determined to follow man's command. 
Therefore, I am like a moth to Ephraim and like rottenness to the house of Judah. When Ephraim saw his sickness and Judah his wound, then Ephraim went to Assyria and sent the king Jareb. But he is unable to heal you or to cure you of your wound. For I will be like a lion to Ephraim and like a young lion to the house of Judah. I, even I, will tear to pieces and go away. I will carry away and there will be none to deliver. I will go away and return to my place until they acknowledge their guilt and seek my face. In their affliction, they will earnestly seek me. The contrast here, um, as God is talking about all the different uh, people and, and nations and things that have turned against him, he's referring to the um, divided kingdom, and you've got Israel to the north, and you've got Judah to the south. And Judah is actually the tribe, the primary tribe for the southern kingdom, Judah. And in the northern kingdom, you have Israel. And the primary tribe within the northern kingdom, kingdom is Ephraim. And Ephraim is referred to as the, the lost tribe. It's referred to, it's in Luke 11, when it's the, the lost chapter of Luke, when they focus on the lost sheep, the lost coin, um, and the, the lost son, the prodigal son. It's, it's really talking about these two nations, the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. The southern kingdom is like the son that stayed with the father. And he's he's loyal. He's, he's doing the work. He's there. He's present. But he still doesn't realize his inheritance and all the blessings that he has. So he's there committed to his father, but he's also kind of turning his back and he's playing really an adulterer. So he's not as committed as he should be. And then you have the Northern Kingdom, Israel, uh, and also referred to as Ephraim, that lost tribe. They are completely lost to God because they're playing the harlot. They have sold themselves out. And it says here that they care more about man. They're concerned with what man thinks about them. So. They're, they've not just um, turned their back. They've fully rejected God and his ways. And so therefore, they've sold themselves out to the world and to themselves. And God's clear. He says, I'm not going to accept that. Their destruction is coming. And I'm going to come like a lion, a fierce lion. Now, there's a big difference between a young lion as he refers to what he's going to set up with Judah, and a fierce lion, which is ready to pounce. Ephraim is looking at getting their punishment right now. Everything that they're doing is asking for consequences right now. And God said, I'm not going to withhold that. My mercies are forever, but justice will prevail. And then in the south, it's not that Judah has completely turned their back on God. They're just being unfaithful to God. They're still going out and praising and seeking the Lord, but then they're turning around and serving themselves. So the 
They have a commitment to God, but they're still under that same fear of man. You know, the, the Bible says, do not add to or take from my word. And it's not just in Revelation. In fact, Revelation doesn't say that. It says, do not take to or do not add to or take from this book of prophecy is what it says in Revelation. But in Deuteronomy, it says, do not add to or take from my word, the Torah. And you've got Israel who has completely taken it all away and rejected it. And you have Judah who's added to it a few things, bringing in, mixing in some of the pagan traditions, some of the pagan things. So they're both guilty. But that fierce lion is ready to pounce now, or that young lion is just sitting and waiting. And that young lion may be friendly for now and patient, but that young lion will become the fierce lion. So God's giving warning here. Don't play the harlot and don't be an adulterer to him. We need to be committed and we need to be diligently pursuing him, his word, his truth, bringing his kingdom, his will. It says, seek him first. Seek first his face, his righteousness, his kingdom. And then he's going to take care of everything for us in provision, in protection, in everything that we need. We desire healing. We desire redemption. We desire restoration and freedom. Yet all he asks is just to come to him. Turn our face towards him and seek after him. And he'll deliver. So Father, thank you that your word is true and you will deliver. And I just pray that in those times when I turn, that you could just just highlight for me, bring it to my attention so that I can repent and turn back. You've given us a way to, to seek forgiveness for when we fall. We just repent to you. We, had, we confess to you that we have failed. And then we ask for forgiveness. You are faithful and true to give us that forgiveness. You lift us up and you say, now sin no more. And so we want to live that life. We want our actions and our words to be glorifying to you and worthy of the sacrifice and the gifts and the blessings and everything that you've given us. Give us the strength and the courage to do that. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless.
Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to, to spend with your family uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.